Create an Unstoppable Life, Episode 98, Adding Delight to Your Life. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. You know, I forgot to share with you the winner of the podcast giveaway on Instagram. At Peds Mom Life, Dr. Elena, congratulations. It's funny, it seems like it was forever ago and it was only two weeks. <laughs> Smile. Thank you to all who entered. It was super fun. It's been a lot of fun thinking about how to help you take the next step in your life. For example, the next step towards more confidence, more fulfillment, less regret, less hustle, less overcomplicating, and creating deeper belief. Last episode, I shared where my mind takes me when I think about fun, that the default setting, it's frivolous. <laughs> it's a long-standing story about how my worth or value is tied to working, like being serious, doing all the adult things, pushing myself to exhaustion day after day because there's always more to do. Do you do this too? It's like I surrendered my fun card to go to medical school and beyond, wanting nothing to block the serious profession that I was entering. Because I assumed, probably until recent, <laughs> that fun was on one side of the spectrum, medicine is on the other, and you can't be in both at the same time. You have to choose one or the other. And I am serious. <laughs> Turns out I'm not the only one. It's so much a part of the high achiever mindset how we put our heads down and focus and work harder and not allow the interruptions or at least not allow them for long. And whatever we do, well, we can't think about fun. The old story. An unstoppable life requires a new story, either editing the old one or putting that book away and just writing a brand new story. So it's time. Let's reunite with fun. We'll do it together. And today is part one, the simple concept of delight and adding it to more of your life. It's really delightful to say delight, like try it, you'll see. When I think about delight, I think about the phrase, the children were squealing with delight. So there's a sound to delight, usually laughter. There's a look to delight. It's ease. It's a relaxed look. It's a connected look. There's a feel to delight. It's like a lightness, an acceptance, a joy. And there's so many reasons to connect delight or add more delight to life. So let's play. What is your delight score? Rate yourself zero to five. So zero is, I can't remember the last time I experienced it. Five is several times throughout the day. I can't remember not experiencing it. The amount of delight in your life right now. Rate yourself, zero to five. And now rate yourself on these. And remember your score, because <laughs> we're going to add them up at the end. All right, rate your joy score, zero to five. Rate your fun score, zero to five. Rate your lightheartedness score, zero to five. Rate your connection score, zero to five. So you get a possible 25. What's your score? 
when you add them up. Again, we went through delight, joy, fun, lightheartedness, and connection. And here's what it amounts to. This is the Dina George Create an Unstoppable Life podcast scoring. (laughs) 21 out of 25, you delight in delight. (laughs) 17 to 20, delight is a friend that you connect to regularly. If your score is 13 to 16, delight is an acquaintance that you pass by occasionally. 12 and below, you're delight deficient. Now you know where you fall on the delight score. So here's normal. Delight is something that maybe you get to after all the work is done. Like it's possible, usually not probable, but it's possible to savor or create delight in the time that's allocated for it, which is usually at the end of the day after everything's done and you're exhausted, overwhelmed, there's still work to be done or you're thinking about what waits for you as soon as you wake up tomorrow. So time for delight, fun, joy is somewhere in between brushing your teeth and your head touching the pillow, which means there's not much time for it or energy. Life is serious. Being a doctor is serious. Being a parent is serious. Taking care of parents is serious. Paying bills is serious. Planning for the future is serious. Worrying about all the things that can happen and go wrong is serious. Okay, I just have to interrupt that one and say that's unending and not protective. And our mind doesn't realize that we've spent hours investing in a no-return activity. Now back to our talk. Advancing a career is serious. A new diagnosis is serious. COVID is serious. Do you get the point? There's so much that is serious and delight is not. A high achiever mind naturally gravitates towards what is serious because that can become a pain point or it's already a pain point. And delight is optional. It's not included. It's usually an afterthought, kind of like after you attend an event and you think, oh, that would have been more fun if Johnny was there. Or it would have been delightful if fill in the blank for something that's already ended. Delight wasn't considered until after the fact. And here's what blocks it. Busyness, overscheduling, stress, worry, not enoughness, disconnection, a belief that you have to earn it or earn the right to have it, a lack of belief in it, you know, that it's frivolous. Other blocks to delight, believing it's a waste of time thinking it's for other people or maybe it's only for kids, believing it takes a lot of work to cultivate it, believing you don't deserve it because people are suffering and how could you be sitting and marveling in delight or believing it's only for special occasions like fine china. You know, we have a rule in our home. We have some fine china. We use it. It goes in the dishwasher. We inherited it from Craig's grandmother. It's from the 1940s called Paris Nights. And it uncomfortably surprises people, both how much we use it and that it goes in the dishwasher. And both items are delightful to us. We were talking recently about how many times our parents used their china when we were growing up, a handful maybe, and there was so much worry about breaking the china. Notice how that's a block to delight. I was talking with a friend recently who said her and her husband, when they were first married, they were totally broke. They had China. 
They were both in college or professional school. They had loans, so they didn't eat well, but they ate on their beautiful china. And that's delight. All the blocks to delight, the ones I just mentioned and all the other ones not mentioned, they all seem so real and true and necessary and important because the high achieving adult life has to be serious. There's so much to do and there's not enough time. Hmm. What if it's simply not true? What if delight, creating it, sharing it, experiencing it is actually simple? Simple like spending five seconds looking at a picture of a puppy. Simple like recalling your favorite memory as a child. Simple like thinking back to a milestone event in your life and just reliving it for a moment. Simple like remembering the last time that you were genuinely surprised by something, by someone. What if delight was simply an exercise that took three minutes to engage your senses as though your first time awakening to whatever is around you? So what do you hear? Is it water moving through the pipes? You can delight in the fact that you have running water. Is it the dishwasher with Paris Knight's fine china in it? You can delight in the fact that a machine has taken over the chore of cleaning the dishes. Is it the sound of a dog sleeping? You can delight in the life that lives in your home. Is it movement upstairs? You can delight in the fact that you have a child or children at home to create that movement. Delight is a choice to acknowledge it's there to create it when it's not obvious, and to put down the interruptions or blocks to it and see the beauty and the simplicity of this moment with this memory, with this celebration, or with how you can create it. Here's an example. I reached a milestone in my business, and it was a delight to think about the mentors and cheerleaders along the way. Leite and Kenji of Semi-Retired MD, and Sunny Smith of Empowering Women Physicians. Beautiful thinkers and encouragers. And it was delightful to look back at the conversations over the past couple of years. Delight might be gratitude. It might be joy. It might be fun. It might be love. It might be connection. Or it might be like a fruit smoothie and all of them are blended together. Are you wondering, how do I create more delight in life? Here's a list, because we like lists. Number one, notice the blocks. They are present every single day, especially if you are also wired to believe that fun is frivolous and only can you have it after the work is done. Number two, plan for it. Delight doesn't magically appear or remind you that it's missing. It requires a practice. You may have a nightly practice, looking at three ways you're going to create or spend time with delight tomorrow. It might mean a morning practice, scheduling delight, reflecting on the delight from yesterday. It might be something you add on to a routine, such as your walk into work, finding all the visual delights along the way, all the sound delights, all the memory delights on that time that you're spending with delight. Number three, take notice of what delight feels like 
How do you physically feel in delight? Do you have butterflies in your stomach? Does your body feel lighter? Does your head feel a little light? Do you notice you're smiling, the feeling of using the muscles in your cheeks? Does it feel like you're firmly on the ground? Take notice, and that will be your reminder each time you're experiencing it. Oh, this is delight. Number four, spend two minutes right now thinking about the delight you have experienced so far today. Two minutes. We all have two minutes. Number five, ask yourself, how can this be delightful right now, no matter what you're doing? In the waiting room, what will add delight? In the drive-thru and you're hungry, what will add delight? Or ask a similar question, what is delightful about this? Because you see, delight is not only found in 70 degrees on a beautiful beach listening to the waves. Delight is in the every day, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. Number six, think of delight like a seasoning. It's an experience enhancer, something you sprinkle on. And it doesn't take much to enhance the flavor, right? A little bit of salt enhances the flavor. A little bit of delight enhances the experience. Seven, add elements of surprise for the people you care about to celebrate the tiniest of things. Here's a surprise. It just happened. My son reminded me today that there was something important that occurred at the end of February and it was meaningful. So I'm thinking back, okay, what was it? And the two things I thought of, one is one of our dogs passed away. Number two, we had a week of snow and below freezing temperatures and I was thankful nothing broke in our house. And then I was stuck. Those were the only two things I could think about. And he reminded me, this is the surprise, he reminded me that February is when I ended my part-time position at the hospital so that I could spend more time with my business, in my business. And that's celebration worthy. Delighting and taking that action and seeing what a huge difference two months makes and delighting in him bringing it to my attention this morning. Number eight, add delight to your conversations. So you can interrupt a conversation at any time and say, wait, before we go any farther, tell me three things you're delighting in right now. (laughs) Delight is a gift that you give yourself. The practice of noticing when it's present, what about it is delightful so that you can identify it in more places and actively creating it for yourself and sharing it with others. It completely changes the life experience. And this is exactly what grows confidence and invites fun and fills your cup with joy. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's not a requirement to spend money to have it, do it, or identify it. And it's all available for you right now. Delight is everywhere and just waiting to be noticed. The birds singing, the blue bonnets in bloom, the green trees, your dog's tail wagging when you walk through the door the way your child's hair looks when they get out of bed, thinking about someone you cherish, writing a thank you note to someone who's helped you, savoring a marker of progress towards your goal, like a tiny sign that you're different and it's working. Let's say you're working on weight management and your clothes have some extra room. Huge. Delight in it. 
Let's say you complete 25% of your charts before going home and normal is less than 5%. Delightful. Being able to help an 85-pound dog into the car. This one's mine. I delight in having the ability to do it, and I delight that he rides with us around town. Going back to delight is everywhere and waiting to be noticed. It's that first sip of coffee in the morning. It's the hunger pain and realization you didn't snack all day. It's the good morning from a stranger. It's the realization that you have enough and there's never a reason to worry. It's the service you provide to your customer, the last minute request that you say, yes, of course, easy. Delight can be in saying no to what you don't want. Would you like these items? No, thank you. Delight can be cleaning out a closet and removing the shoulds, the ought tos, the need tos, and freeing yourself. Delight can be in the simplicity of lighting a candle or saying a prayer. And delight's also in the traditions, the practices, the weekly things that you do. Delight is a way of being in this world. It's quiet, it's simple, it hangs out with gratitude, joy, fun, and fulfillment. And it's waiting to be invited or added to any experience. Even the dentist. Even the carpool. Even visiting the in-laws. I delight in thinking about being a mother-in-law and how much I'm going to love her and accept her and encourage her to live her dreams and shed the expectations of others, including the ones that I put on her and my son, because I'm human too. I delight in simplifying that relationship to two things. My job is to love you. Your job is to be you. And I delight in imagining my son with someone who loves him, who sees him, who lifts him up, who's willing to sacrifice and struggle for growing together and growing towards a greater purpose. There's no losing when spending time in delight. And the delight is now. It's not dependent on my son's choices. I don't have to wait for it to experience it now. I don't need a guarantee that it's going to happen. And I believe that starting the delight process now is going to accentuate the delight I'll experience then. It's like interest that compounds. I delight in what it will feel like to write those donation checks, to see the expression on another human's face when we ask, is 100000 enough? Is 500000 enough? Is a million enough for that project, for that endeavor? I delight in what it will feel like to have the house paid off, to drive home with the sports car. I delight in remembering the feeling of that vibration in that Jaguar F-Type, 585 horsepower V8 engine. <laughs> delight. It's always available. Nothing around you has to change. You can have it now. And in fact, having it now changes you. It changes your life experience. It changes how you interact with others. It changes how you speak to yourself and what you expect of yourself. So how can you increase your delight score by one point right now? Like how can you move delight up from a stranger passing you by to a close friend that you don't go anywhere without. In this moment, right now, where do you see delight? 
Where do you hear delight? Where do you feel delight? Delight is all around you. Slow down, see, feel, and hear it. Change the narrative. There really is delight in the mess. And delight at who is in the mess with you. Delight in the moment for which nothing needs to change. You are enough, you have enough, and you are worthy. And share your delight. I'd love to hear about it. Tag me on Instagram at DinaGeorgeMD. And there you will find a delightful photo of Paris Nights and a thoughtful gift from Treasured Friends. It's been a delight, my friends. I am sending you so much love, and I'll see you next time. Be clear on who you serve in your business, the value you provide, and the message you're sending. I help physicians launch or grow a business with the only two things that they need, mindset and marketing. Schedule a call at georgemdcoaching.com. I'd love to work with you.